fungus, we eat the 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 fungus, Oh, what's happening, people? This is your host, Hacker Mike, on a special edition because I'm in the car waiting for my son to get out of uh, jujitsu. I just had a pork roll sandwich, pork roll egg and cheese, and it was probably one of the best I've ever had here in Ewing, and I just wanted to read you some of the sandwich names they have, right? So they have breakfast sandwich specialties, um, they've got the Ewing, which is egg, bacon, sausage, potato, and cheese, they got the Trenton, eggs, pork roll, potato, fried onions, cheddar, cheese. The Hamilton, which is egg, turkey, bacon, spinach, and provolone. The Washington, which is eggs, Swiss bacon, ham, and tomatoes. And the Hopewell. Oh, Hopewell is eggs, cheddar, cheese, turkey, bacon, lettuce, tomatoes, and mayo. And then they got the Pennington, which is turkey, sausage, eggs, pepper jack, spinach, and potatoes. I thought that was pretty hilarious. And then they've got um, <clears throat> some other things in here. They've got the uh, paninis. They got the College of New Jersey grilled chicken, ham, eggs, ham, Swiss pickles. The Princeton, which is grilled chicken, buffalo, bacon, cheddar, and ranch. Rutgers grilled chicken, ham, provolone, and ranch. Ryder, which is another university here. Grilled chicken, spinach, roasted peppers, provolone, cheese, and balsamic. And uh, CBR. I don't know what that is. Rowan. I don't know that. But I think it's just hilarious the way they name these things. And um, just wanted to share that with you guys. I had uh, some starter problems with my car. And um, it wouldn't start. I went to Jiffy Lube. They wanted like, let me see what it quoted me. $670 for the assembly. Labor $250, so $940 plus tax. That's way overpriced. And they wouldn't take any foreign parts. And I looked, and this is a, a starter assembly for 70 bucks on uh, Amazon or whatever online. So that's crazy. I'm going to look into getting my own parts. And then, um, well, what else? Oh, I've started thinking about things. <clears throat> So you know how we talked about how you can identify people by the questions they ask? Like, if you're asking questions from a right-wing, that identifies you as a right-wing person, right? Or the topics that you bring up. Like, if they start talking about justice, you know that they're, uh, that they're, um, let's say, left-wingers. Well, then I realize that even not asking questions will identify you 
like, let's say you don't have a social um, media profile. Let's say you shut down your Facebook. That also identifies you as a radical, right? Hey, Ken. Okay, I got to go. What's happening, kids? Sorry for the late, delayed episode. It's the 12th of the 6th of the 21. That's some kind of palindrome. And it's 210156. 100 hours. 9 p.m. Finally um, made it out for a walk. It's a new moon. Sliver. And um, beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be my neighbor? Sorry about yesterday's recording. Messed that all up. But we had a good talk with Scotty. He's running for federal senator from Florida and for president. And uh, Miss Chicken. We lost the whole 45 minutes of it because my computer went to sleep. Uh, I forgot to check the power settings. My bad. I have the recording set up on Telegram using Audacity. But the whole computer just went to sleep. Dang it. Sorry about that. Well, anyway, we had a good talk. So, um, I uh, started exploring larger prime numbers today because I thought I had an idea. And maybe I do. Which is... That you have a repeating prime that adds up to 9. And that we can determine if it is a prime from that property. But I'm not sure we can. But I did see some of the frustrations of dealing with large primes today. Because for one, they're huge. And if you've got, you know, a million digits, you gotta look at it. That's a lot of digits. So, um,. I'm not going to torture you with details today, because honestly, I'm fed up with it. Um, but I have been thinking about algorithms for recognizing repeating patterns in the digits. And 
And that's going to be something I'm going to be thinking about more. But, uh, my program recognized some numbers that aren't prime. They had repeating digits, but they weren't prime. So, prime numbers have that property, some of them, but not only the prime numbers, it seems. But, uh, thinking about the, the very fact And the very simple fact that you might have an, a number with billions of digits and um, you haven't seen any pattern, but the next number might give you the pattern. That's uh, the nature of the beast, kids. That's the nature of the beast. Hear those frogs or something? Well, I finally bit the bullet and bought some fresh coffee. Because my coffee was a year old. Expired for three months. And it wasn't tasting like coffee anymore. How's it going? I may have gained a lot of weight eating too much with my wife while she's pregnant. I'm still getting my steps in. I was just looking at these 3D printers, which are quite interesting, and the whole evolution. The first 3D printer cost like 300,000 pounds or whatever, or dollars, and uh, it was patented. And when the patent ran out, some professor in the University of Bath in England, he, um, designed parts that he could print to make his own first 3D printer, the RepRap. And this went through multiple generations. And he made it open source hardware. And um, it's quite interesting. Today was uh, too cold to go swimming. 
and pretty lazy day. But we watched The Goonies. I found this app. Well, YouTube is still having a problem with Roku. They're having a fight. So the Ro YouTube app on Roku works and sometimes it doesn't work. So I found a streaming app where I can stream from my phone to the television and then I can stream YouTube to the television or any other third-party website so we can watch movies and stream them to the TV. That's working. It basically can stream any video to your TV, so that's doing pretty good. I like that. Opens up a lot more options. Today I'm going to do a shorter walk. So So, um, I was just thinking about things. It's uh, funny how when you go on these walks, I end up thinking about all types of stuff. I generally don't want to talk about my work for security reasons. And it's a bad practice. I already expose so much of my thoughts to the world. hazel which has four nuts in a bunch and then there's the um, American filbert an American hazelnut and then there's a mix between them and there's another one a third one and they're air pollinated they pollinate each other So if anyone has any hazelnut trees, let me know. We've also 
started a whole bunch of seeds today. Um, put them in baggies and then hung them in the window. So, clear plastic, you know those paper dividers you use for like binders? We put the um, napkins in there, put the seeds in there, and hung those in the window, daisy chained them. And that way we've got like a window screen and we can um, just bottle spray them the moist in the window. So So Gino Accaro, he's back on podcasting. He was setting up his website, setting up his private membership area. And um, I sent him a text message, he didn't respond. I sent him an email, he didn't respond. Finally, I found his business manager, his wife. I sent her an email, I said, is Gino okay? And she's like, yeah, he's fine, he's working on his book. And then... Um, She's like, join our membership program. I'm like, listen, I listen to the podcast. I enjoy it. I share it. And he just stopped. And, you know, I was just writing to find out if he's still alive or not. And um, she's like, well, you could join our membership. It's like, how's this? I will promote your podcast. It's a blunt talk Blunt Talk with Gino Caro. I'll promote your podcast, I said, and you can put your membership in there. And uh, they started up again. So see, a little persistence pays off. And I feel like I'm making a change in the world of podcasting with my community outreach. we got to get some more talks, speakers on the uh, show. I'm going to reach out to some more people.
so So anyway, yeah, so that's it guys, podcast over, that's all we have to say, no, just kidding, I don't have anything else to say, um, tired, <sighs> feeling bloated, not getting enough sleep, getting too much sleep, not getting enough deep sleep, but I can say that studying these prime numbers and this whole numbering and math does seem to be a time intensive operation so I should spend some more time reading what other people have done and learning from it to be more effective tomorrow I gotta find that book that I borrowed from the library Stephen Hawking's and God created the integers somewhere we reorganized I did find my wallet though And my car keys, they were on my desk. It's like, duh. So, gotta find that stuff. Bring that library book back. And, uh, it's not like too many people are gonna be missing that book, though, let me tell you. Okay.
So, yeah, thinking about work. Hey, you know what? I'm going to go on pause until I think of something to say. Otherwise, I'm going to play that clip from this morning. I'll add that in. And even if we just do a short five-minute episode, that's all we get. You know, not everyone's even listening to all my stuff. And, um... I guess we got into a routine here, kids. You know, some days are good, some days are bad. Some days we have something to say, some days we don't. Um, That's just how life is, you know? I do have to say, there's a whole bunch of garbage on TV. And, um... I guess we could talk about this, we could just go through this whole idea of um, looking for the patterns and the numbers. And um, I think the simplest way we can do it, the first idea that pops into my head, I mean, I've done a couple different stabs at this, but a generic one would be to create a a graph where you basically say, um, every time you see a letter, you um, append it to like this um, graph structure. So you would start when you see a letter again, you would say, well, what's the next one? So every one of the 10 letters would point have pointers to the ones that uh, follow it. So if we take the example of the one over seven, it's like one, the next one is four, the next one is two, the next one is eight, the next one is five, the next one is seven, and then following the seven, it goes back to one, and then four. And then we'll see, oh, well, look, one, four, two, eight, five, seven, it repeats itself. And I guess after we've repeated ourselves once completely, we can stop and say that it could do that infinitively. So... Now, if the same number occurs multiple times, or like three, it's like three follows three, or it could be four, nine, follows four, nine, follows four, nine. Um, I guess we could differentiate them somehow by going from a single digit to a pair. Or 
or if it has no branches. If we have no branches, then we can make a block and we would just consume the whole block. And this kind of gets into computer theory as well. Um, is there a branch or is it a basic block? So a basic block has no branches, it just continues and the branch is an if. So this is kind of getting into the question of the um, this is kind of getting into the question of the uh, computers. The, now the next question we would have is is it determinate that if you know a number that you'll always have the next number? Or what are the probabilities of the branching structures? And um, if I think about the division it might be that it's straightforward. Look at that moon. So how's the weather over there kids? Everything okay? You enjoying your summer? You doing good? This desk is still out here. So So I guess um, we build up a model based on what we've seen, and then we look for that to break. I guess we could describe it using a regular expression, and then um, and then compile that regular expression and use that to match the numbers. So basically, it's like you come up with a theory and then you see if that theory will match it or not. Howdy. Yeah, they were discussing on how to roll a blunt. The one guy was driving a wheelchair down the middle of the road. Yeah, I like this idea of the, of the uh, regular expression, I do. This guy's gonna run me over or what? 
and basically we're talking about graph patterns. We'll see what the most efficient way. And maybe we can push them onto a stack and then um, like you see the first digit you push it onto a stack but I've seen ones where they have one digit and then followed by a bunch of others it's like one nine 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 or one four 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 so we're gonna look deeper into that And really the question is, what, what patterns can we recognize on a larger scale? So I found this Python library called Decimal, which does the um, multi-precision digits. I think this is a worthy problem to look at. Yeah, so the decimal one lets you um, pick how many decimal places you want um, in your precision. And I'm able to quantify the numbers to any scale. And I was trying to do it in batches to like look at only the first part of the of the digit and then more and more and more but um, I finally settled on quantifying it to the full length so if you've got a hundred thousand if the numbers a hundred thousand you gotta look at a hundred thousand digits up to half of those Mindy's theory. Mindy's theory. So really, if, if I'm going to do 100 billion digits, I'm going to need 100... If I'm going to do the prime numbers of 100 billion, I'm going to need 100 billion digits in the... Uh, in the decimal spots. So that's going to get... It's going to get huge going to get huge and there's some practical problems with dealing with such a large um, large numbers but I'm hoping that we can recognize patterns before that happens so 
so we'll see what happens. Yeah, but the decimal library is pretty cool. It's from IBM and it lets you uh, do arbitrary precision math, math it seems. So. That's pretty neat. I just wonder what the graphs are going to look like if I start merging them together if there'll be some neat circular patterns in them and if we can tell the difference between a prime and not a prime based upon the solely looking at the um, the reciprocal of it That'll be a neat way to look at the numbers. Well, one observation is, the bigger the number, um, the more zeros you're going to have in front. And the more zeros you're going to have in front, then that means you're going to have more nines that compensate. So I think that the number of zeros, in general, should match the number of nines. And if we just count the different numbers, how many times each one occurs, they should all add up to nine, no? That should be also some kind of, you know, if I've got 10 sevens, then I should also have 10 twos, because 10, seven plus two equals nine. So there should be some kind of balance in the numbers. And that might be an indication if it's a prime or not. So I'm gonna try out some more of those experiments. And even doing the factorization Now that's a nice looking desk. Let me take that with me maybe. And here's a nice looking shelf. I bet you my wife will like these. desk is solid. Let me send these pictures over.
That's the one advantage of walking a lot. I get to see all the junk. Six minutes. Yeah, those are frogs. So, um, that's what's happening, kids. She says skip, skip, skip. Can't make that girl happy. She's got quite the taste in furniture. So yeah, we're going to uh, learn some more about reciprocals. And factors. Now the, the whole point of what I've been doing is to avoid having to store these huge factorial tables. So that each number can be looked on, looked on, looked at on its own right now, as opposed to storing all the previous calculations, because that's going to be a lot of memory. If you want to say, "Oh well, this plus that plus that plus that, this times this," So that starts getting into a lot of memory usage. <laughs> but then the question becomes, How do we know? So I think we can, for the beginning, store the factorials. I know what the prime factors of a given number are, because that might also relate. And, and maybe I can just do the long division 
piece by piece, step by step, instead of, uh, I don't think so though. I don't think I can do it any faster. Well, you know what? That's about it for me. Um, I'll see you guys in the next uh, installment. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be happy. Hope you're all well. And... Um, Yeah, or if you want to uh, join me, hit me up on Telegram. And you can join our next uh, group chat. All right, take care. Feed the fungus, 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 fe